Welcome to the Slobbering Hog. We're back, baby. Um, as you may have noticed, all of our faithful listeners, our hundreds and thousands of faithful listeners across this wonderful world. Ever heard of a thing called a hyperbole? Yes, I have. Well, you just used one. Hyperbole. How was that hyperbole? I think that might have been more just straight up exaggerating the truth. Mm. Anyways, we're back. We're back after a one-week hiatus. Aaliyah is all sleepy tonight. She wants to go to bed, but her her draconian father has kept her up just to do the podcast, and she's been sighing and looking daggers my direction. Sigh and look my, daggers my way, Aaliyah. I wish they. I wish the fine people out in pig cast land could see the daggers that were just hurled my way. But I have become immune, immune to the effects of the of the venom laced daggers that Aaliyah throws my way. What kind of venom? Copperhead. You're pretty uh, used to that uh, one. A poison dart frog. AJ would appreciate that. So. You know, last game that Arkansas played in football, Arkansas beat the BYU Cougars 52-35, to a win over BYU. And then last weekend, they had a win over BYE. You know who that is? No, I do not. That's bye, <laughs> bye week. I remember in the newspaper when I was a kid, I, I saw the state playoffs, and it would have a team and then BYE, and I kept trying to make that into a school's <laughs> name. Like, uh you know, Brinkley, something educational, and then I found out it was bye. So we also took the bye. We took the bye with the team, but here we are back again. Aaron Stewart, my friend, was the closest in his prediction for the Arkansas-BYU game. 41-31 to was his pick. Mr. Aaron Stewart is now the top picker two times. So um, way to go, Aaron. Um, I was closer than Aaliyah. I've got to toot my own horn here because it's only happened twice now. Three times. Three times. Yeah, I got the Mississippi State game, the Alabama game, and this game. So that's three in a row. I'm on a run. How unfortunate. <laughs> Not unfortunate at all. The Joes were closer than the pros because they picked Arkansas to beat BYU by more points. And we're going to look ahead to the game this Saturday against Auburn. 11 a.m. SEC Network. Auburn is 3-4 and four on the season. Three wins, four losses, 1-3 and three in the conference. Arkansas has the same conference record, 1-3, but we have one more win overall, 4-3. and three. Now, Auburn finds itself in a three-game losing streak. Arkansas was having a three-game losing streak of its own before the BYU game. So I was thinking today when I saw that, we don't want to be Auburn's BYU. Because <laughs> BYU, after the BYU game, I feel a little better about the Hogs. We don't want to be the team that makes Auburn's fans feel better about the Tigers. Right, Aaliyah? Right. So um, let's get to know Auburn in a slobbering hog kind of way. Auburn, Alabama, a city of 76,000 people. Uh, it was settled in uh, or established in 1836, the same year Arkansas became a state. Auburn became a city. 
And history says that it was opened up to settlers in 1832 due to the Treaty of something. Cassetta? Something like that. A treaty between the Creek Indians and the U.S. Americans, to quote the Miss South Carolina at that time, U.S. Americans. Um, Auburn University actually started out as East Alabama Mel College. That's weird. What's weird about it? I don't know. It just sounds weird. <laughs> well, it's in East Alabama, so that makes sense. And it was a college of Mel's. It wasn't a college for male men. Mm. Not a male college, not a postal college, but a male college. Yeah. Okay. I suppose it's a state the obvious school. Then. Not anymore. Well, I guess it still is because it's in Auburn, Alabama, and it's Auburn University. The school was started in 1856, and originally it was connected to the Methodist Church. But after the Civil War, um, it was transferred over to the state of Alabama, and it got federal money, federal investments due to the Morrill Act. Um, it's the second school that we've had, we've highlighted that came into being officially due to the Morrill Act. And uh, let's, let's find out a little bit about, well, I guess, first of all, about Auburn's mascots. Do you know what the mascot of Auburn is? Tiger. You got it. You got it. And their name, that name of the tiger is Abby the Tiger. Abby came onto the scene in 1957. Um, word has it that the city of Auburn, hence the school of Auburn, and the mascot of the Tigers came from the same source. The names came from the same source. Aaliyah, you got any guess where those names would come from? Why the Tigers and why Auburn? George Washington? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. They're both actually from a poem. Isn't that kind of surprising? There's a poem called The Deserted Village by Oliver Goldsmith. It was originally published in 1770. And in that poem, you find the words. Um, let me see if I can read my writing here. Where crouching tigers wait on their hapless prey. Where crouching tigers wait on their hapless prey. And that's apparently where Auburn got its mascot the tiger. But the same poem, as I said, also is where the town of Auburn got its name as well. Let me read you the first lines of that poem. You ready? Yeah. Sweet Auburn, loveliest village of the plain, where health and plenty cheered the laboring swain, where smiling spring its earliest visit paid and parting summer's lingering blooms delayed. Now, I would read the whole poem, but quite long. So, um, and actually in that, um, in that same poem, it says loveliest village of the plain. And Auburn, when they talk about where Auburn plays, it's, it's out on the plains. And their players are sometimes referred to as plainsmen. So little nuggets there. Did you know any of that? No. I didn't know any of it either until I was researching for this 
Pigcast. Now, I, I also found uh, there's a confusing thing about Auburn University as well that their mascot's the tiger, but they also have another animal. Do you know what the other animal is? No, I do not. It's an eagle. And sometimes you'll hear Auburn connected to the war eagle. That's not really their mascot, but they say it's their battle cry. And the that's weird. The eagle is called Aria, I guess. Right now there is War Eagle number eight. Um, uh, the story. This is a golden eagle. That's the 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 war battle cry, I guess. Apparently, supposedly, anyways, this this began in 1892 at a game between Georgia and Auburn. It was played in Atlanta at Piedmont Park, and there was an Auburn fan that took his eagle with him to the game, and the eagle got loose right as Auburn scored at one point, flew up into the air, and someone yelled out, War Eagle, and supposedly that's how it got started. We That's also, interesting. yeah, we also it also said that um, the eagle died that day later, <laughs> so Ooh. it was a really short-lived existence. Sorry, eagle. Let not laughing at your demise. There's also a, a weird tradition, weird from my perspective, at Auburn, and it's called Tumor's Corner. Do you know anything about Tumor's Corner? No, I do not. So it's it's up the corner of the campus, and there used to be these two stately oak trees. They were over 100 years old that were in the corner. And after an Auburn win, Auburn fans would go and roll the the oak trees with toilet paper. Oh. And a few years ago, I think it was 2013, some disgruntled fan poisoned the trees with herbicide and killed them both. And they had to remove the trees. But since then, they've planted new trees there on the site. So, um yeah, Tumor's Corner kind of kind of uh, isn't what it used to be, but they're trying to bring it back to life. Uh, so we know in our intro, we always have to connect our school with the George Washington. Yes, the venerable George Washington. I'm sorry, guys, I had to go a tired and and worn out path to go from Auburn, Alabama, Auburn University to George Washington. I've already mentioned the Moral Act which was the act by the U.S. Congress that um, enabled Auburn to get the funding to become a state school. The president that signed the Morrill Act was Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln was an elector for President William Henry Harrison. You, you know this story, right? Because we've been down this road a couple times already in the pig cast. William Henry Harrison was deemed the territorial governor of Indiana by President John Adams. John Adams was the vice president for? George Washington. Yep, there you go. So Auburn to George Washington via the Morrill Act Road. Sorry, it's the same road we took from Alabama to George Washington. And I'm sure the Auburn fans would be upset that they went down the same road that Alabama did because from what I heard, kind of a big rivalry in the state of Alabama. In fact, I had a, a friend that was a pastor of a church in Alabama, and before they would hire him, they had to find out whether he was an Auburn or an Alabama fan. So that's pretty uh, pretty serious when it divides the churches. <laughs> it sounds like a Texas rivalry. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So let's move on to what the hog, what the hog, things that we're concerned about, complain about, uh, not sure about going into this coming game. 
I'll start off with the three-man front on defense. Three-man front defensive line uh, against BYU. When Arkansas went to the three-down lineman look, BYU was able to run the ball uh, for the first time all game. In addition, we didn't get any pressure on their quarterback, and suddenly we've got one guy off the field that um, is probably better than the one guy that was put on the field considering our secondary problems. I vote for no more three-man front for the rest of the season. What What about you, Aaliyah? Are you with me? Yep, you have my vote. Okay, I, I'm tired of seeing the three-man front, especially when our secondary is struggling so much. So that's my first what the hog. Second what the hog is the fact that after Arkansas blew up BYU, you know what BYU turned around and did last Saturday? What did they do? They got trounced by Liberty University. So I go from feeling pretty good about the BYU win until they go to Liberty University and get their teeth kicked in by Liberty U. Um, Liberty's not exactly a juggernaut, and Liberty is actually the only non-conference opponent that is still lying ahead of the Hogs this season. But it did take some of the luster off of the BYU win. Now, I heard some people say, well, maybe Arkansas demoralized them to the point that they didn't fight anymore at Liberty. I think that may be a little bit too optimistic. So that did give me pause. Uh, second, uh, Thirdly, on what the Hog, uh, Rocket Sanders, two fumbles in the game against BYU, one that we lost, the other one we got back. Uh, he started having a, a bit of fumbleitis. And, um, you know, I hate to see that because he's such a strong runner. Uh, in fact, during the BYU game, he got held out for a couple quarters, and I figure it probably had to do with the fumbles. Let's hope that that's not a, a trend going forward. Um, fourth, what the hog? Tank Bigsby. The running back for the Auburn Tigers, he rushed for 179 yards versus Ole Miss. Quite a game. And if I remember right, uh, a year last couple of years, he has lit up the Razorbacks as well. So I got to say, Tank Biz- Bigsby gives me pause. Um, I'm a bit concerned about whether or not Arkansas is going to be able to stop him on Saturday. Uh, also, Auburn came up. Although their records are not really that good, they came up just short to LSU. They only lost to LSU by four points. So uh, they've been competitive in at least that big game this year. Uh, and and I will say, uh, anytime you go to Auburn, you got to worry about the officiating. Lee, I don't know if you remember two time two years ago, the last time Arkansas went to Auburn, we had the the infamous. Bo Nix, not a fumble, was a fumble, wasn't a fumble, was a fumble. Arkansas recovered it. They reviewed it. Then they said, oh, it really should have been a fumble, but Arkansas didn't make a quick enough move to get the ball back, even though we made a quick move to get the ball back. And so they took the ball away from the guy that pounced on it and gave it back to Auburn. They kicked the field goal and won the game. Um, That sounds infuriating. Yeah, it was really irritating to watch. The officials flat out blew that call, and Auburn won the game because of it. So here's hoping the game is not close enough for the officials to win the game for Auburn. But for my what the hog, I got to say, anytime you go to Auburn, you got to worry about the officiating. 
Now on to great expectations. There is cause for optimism going into the next game. First, I got to say, Superman finally got it right. Finally got things straight. You know who I'm talking about, Aaliyah? KJ Jefferson. You got it. You know, he tried to go Superman against Texas A&M. That didn't go so well. Ball got knocked out of his hands, and you know the rest of the story. A&M got the ball back, ran 98 yards, fumble recover, recovery, and Arkansas never recovered from that fumble recovery for a touchdown. But on Saturday, K.J. Jefferson had a different kind of Superman moment. There was a point in the game where he was he was rushed by the BYU defensive lineman. He had him wrapped up. K.J. Jefferson just kind of flung him off of himself, got uh, grabbed by another player. He spun out of that, got grabbed by one more player, and while he's grabbed by that one, he throws a pass down to Trey Knox. Trey Knox catches it and runs for like 32 yards. What a play. What a great moment. And it wasn't just that moment. K.J. Jefferson threw for 367 yards and a career-high five touchdowns against BYU. What a game. I got to say... K.J. Jefferson is playing well. If we can keep him healthy, I'm optimistic about the home stretch for the Hogs. On top of that, Matt Landers, the wide receiver, he caught 99 yards worth of passes and three touchdowns, three touchdown receptions on the game. He had a heck of a game. Rocket continues to run, although I mentioned his fumble problems. He still ran for 175 yards rushing and two touchdowns. And on top of all of that, It looks like after the bye week, we're going to get Miles Slusher back for the game on Saturday. And that makes me feel a bit more optimistic. Because every time Slusher's been healthy, he's made a significant difference in the secondary. Oh, and let's not forget Hudson Clark, the much maligned Hudson Clark. Hudson Clark of the secondary, a much maligned secondary all season long. You've heard me complain about the secondary, but Hudson Clark... He had 11 tackles in the game against BYU, one interception, and one fumble recovery, and he was named SEC Co-Defensive Player of the Week two weeks ago after his game against BYU. What a game for Hudson Clark. Uh, Great expectations when it comes to Auburn. Auburn's having some quarterback issues. They have had uncertainty all season. Their quarterbacks have been unpredictable. They've not been very good. That has to um, suggest... Arkansas is going to have a good day. Uh, Brian Harson, the coach of Auburn, they they say Harson's on the hot seat, and nobody wants to be on the hot seat this deep into the season. Um, we know what happened to Arkansas when the coach got the last coach we had started losing his team. He really lost them. Chad Morris, um, the the players didn't fight for him when his his job was on the line. We'll see Saturday whether Harson's players are fighting for him or whether this late in the season they start to give up. Um, another, another great expectation as far as Auburn goes. Auburn's had some difficulties stopping the run this season. So, again, that bodes well for the Rocket. Uh, jump on the Rocket into the end zone. Go Hogs. Uh, now, a little aside, we've been talking nothing but Razorback football so far this season. But of course, the Hog fan knows basketball's on the horizon, and the basketball team got its first action this week. So I got to take just a moment and do some great expectations for 
the basketball team. Aaliyah, did you know that Arkansas is ranked preseason number 10 in the country in basketball? Mm -hmm. So top 10 going into the season. They were predicted by the SEC media as the number two team in the SEC behind your favorite team, Kentucky. Oh, fun. (laughs) That is sarcasm. It is not her favorite team. Uh, We actually play Kentucky twice this season in the regular season, once at home, once at Kentucky. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. But in hoop hog news, we we played against uh, Rogers State. I think it's out of Kansas, and uh, it's a D2 team uh, exhibition game this week. And Arkansas thumped Rogers State 83-49 to in the game. Uh, Nick Smith and Anthony Black both had really good first halves. Nick Smith scored nine points early on, and he had like the first five points or maybe it was seven points for Arkansas early in the game. Anthony Black uh, kind of filled out the stat sheet. Uh, uh, Mr. Graham, the new guy, the transfer from Arizona State, he had a pretty hot, solid game. And then Joseph Pinion, the the freshman out of uh, uh, Moralton, he came into the game and scored 15 points. Uh, he scored four, hit four three-pointers, made a free throw, hit, hit, a, hit a jump shot, Joseph Pinion was the leading scorer for the Hogs, um, and and as I said, they rolled eighty three to forty nine. They looked dominant defensively, or they sounded dominant defensively. I didn't see the game; I, w- I listened to the game. But uh, I'm excited about the Hogs basketball team, and we'll be talking more about that. They actually play Texas, the University of Texas, in an exhibition game on Saturday. Oh, really? So we've got the football game at 11 o'clock in the morning, and then Arkansas plays Texas Exhibition Basketball at 3 p.m. Uh, as well on the same day. Uh, I was a little concerned about the number of turnovers for Arkansas and their poor free throw shooting, but other than that, man, it's going to be an exciting basketball season. Well, on to the pros and Joes. Let's look at the predictions for the pros uh, for the Arkansas-Auburn game this Saturday. Uh, the 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 uh, average of the pros predictions is Arkansas forty, Auburn thirty one. Now the spread is actually three and a half to four points. Arkansas is a favorite on the road, which is significant. But the pros average is Arkansas forty, Auburn thirty one. The most favorable pick for Arkansas, Arkansas forty seven, Auburn thirty one. Um, and the most favorable pick for Auburn is Arkansas 38, Auburn 35. So nobody that I found picked Auburn to win the game. Now on the Joes, they average out to Arkansas 35, Auburn 21. So actually a, a larger margin, but Arkansas is not going to score as many points according to the Joes average. The most favorable score prediction for um for the Joes for Arkansas was Arkansas 52, Auburn 20. Man, that would be quite exciting. And the most favorable pick amongst the Joes for Auburn is Arkansas 28, Auburn 24. Uh, now it's that time of the pig cast where Aaliyah makes her pick. Aaliyah, what do you say for the game? 45 to 38, Razorbacks. 45, 38, Arkansas. I gotta gotta write that down. 45-38 Arkansas. Okay, I like it. I like it. Now you you ready for my pick? Sure. I'm going Arkansas 42, 
Auburn 24. So I went with a, a unusually, I'm usually the one that's not picking as boldly. Um, and I, I, I've got a, a bigger, a bigger margin for sure. Okay. When the slobber drops, drops, let's la- let's wrap up the pig cast with our pick three and then finish with a Razorback memory. Aliyah remains one game ahead of me in the pick three. We both went two and one two weeks ago, the last time we picked. And so she maintains her one game lead. The mascot picking is one game ahead of the team picking. So let's wrap up with our pick three for this week. Aliyah, are you ready? Sure. First game is Aggies at Minutemen. Minutemen. Okay, I also picked the Massachusetts Minutemen over the New Mexico State Aggies. Uh, second game, Blue Raiders at Miners. Blue Raiders. I also picked the Middle Tennessee State Blue Raiders over the University of Texas El Paso Miners. Third game, the Mustangs at the Golden Hurricane. Golden Hurricane. Okay, well, there's our one-game difference. I picked the SMU Mustangs over the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. So we'll see. Maybe I can maybe I can tie us up uh, next week. We'll see. Okay, so for the last little bit, I'll share a Razorback memory. This one goes all the way back to 2004. This is the year before Aaliyah was born. So you math whizzes now know how old Aaliyah is. Um, but in 2004, Alicia, my wife and I went to Alabama, uh, for a vacation. We stayed in a bed and breakfast outside of Talladega, Alabama in an old civil war plantation house. And it was around the same time that Arkansas was playing at Auburn. We didn't go to the game, but I remember the, the couple sweet older couple that, that lived there and ran the place. They were Auburn fans and but they were in in intrigued by Matt Jones, the quarterback of the University of Arkansas. And I remember the guy that, that ran the place. He kept talking to me about Matt Jones and how freakishly athletic he, he was. Now, Aaliyah never got the opportunity to see Matt Jones when he was playing live, but I've showed her some videos of Matt Jones running. And it what well, isn't he something to watch when he runs? He definitely is. Yeah. Now um it it was uh, that year was not a good year for Arkansas versus Auburn. Auburn was ranked number four in the country when Arkansas played them, and Arkansas lost thirty-eight to twenty at Auburn. But two years previously, Matt Jones was the quarterback when Arkansas beat Auburn, number twenty-four Auburn at Auburn, thirty-eight to seventeen. Matt Jones threw seven. He was seven for thirteen for sixty-six yards and rushed six times for sixty-six yards for a touchdown. But most impressively was Fred Talley, who had 21 rushes for 241 yards in the game. And Arkansas blew out number 24, Auburn. Uh, now, I hope that the game on Saturday is a little more like that outcome than the other. Oddly enough, at the bed and breakfast, my wife saw something that woke her up that she to this day still believes she saw a ghost. And maybe she'll tell you the story sometime, but I kind of doubt it. Uh, she's probably not going to get on the podcast and share the story, but very memorable the weekend. I couldn't remember the name of the place. I can't remember the name of the restaurant we ate at, but we went to this awesome restaurant, had a wonderful steak and, and, and shrimp. And uh, it was just cold being in Alabama and talking the hogs, talking Matt Jones with this random guy who was an Auburn fan. 
But uh, let's go Hogs as we go into the game Saturday. Uh, go Razorbacks beat the Tigers. Can I get a go Hogs beat the Tigers from you, Leah? Go Hogs beat the Tigers.